Hello and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how we show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, spiritual and energy coach, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. You'll have to excuse me as I'm settling in here. I'm recording on a few different platforms and hoping to get this up on YouTube as well. So this is all new to me. Um, Also forces me out of my typical um, PJs or, you know, roughing it while I am recording because, of course, if I'm going to put this up on YouTube, I have to be on in a physical way as well. So. Today, it is Wednesday, March 5th. No, Wednesday, March 2nd. It is Wednesday, March 2nd. It is officially the new moon in Pisces. And that's actually what I wanted to have this podcast topic about was the moon, la luna. Um, There's a lot of mystical energy that goes with the moon. It's been revered in past. Um, You can see a resurgence of its energy coming up. And so I wanted to discuss how to maybe work a little bit with the moon. So Today is the new moon in Pisces. New moons always happen astrologically when the sun and moon are in the same place. The phase that we see illuminated in the sky is actually dependent on the positioning of the moon in its Earth's orbit. Um, And what we are seeing is the reflection of the sun illuminating the part of the moon that we see and the part that we don't see is actually the shadow of the earth. Now interestingly enough as part of the science curriculum here in Alberta in grade eight which is or grade six which is a subject that I taught for eight years. Wow I'm going to be messing my words up today. Uh, Too many cameras and it's distracting me I think. Um, But I taught the phases of the moon cycle for eight years of my teaching career, very much working on the energy um, of the moon, uh, having students understand the positioning in the sky, in its orbit and cycle, and what part we see we don't, all of the different phases of the moon. Um, And, you know, we have the waxing phase where it's growing in illumination and the waning phase where it is decreasing in its illumination. And of course, those potent phases of full moon and new moon. And so I spent a lot of time, you know, looking at the science of it, studying the science of it years ago in my career when I was teaching. The other interesting part is that scientifically it's been proven that the moon pulls the waters of the earth. We see this in the tides of the ocean they are deeply impacted by the phase of the moon and what's happening i have a client who fishes and has told me that the spawning season is um, all integrated within the moon cycles as well and so there's certain times of the month that are less desirable to be fishing and other times where you know may be an easier catch so to speak So scientifically, the pull of the moon affects the waters of the earth. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're made of 70% water. Do you think, do you really think that the moon isn't pulling at us? On an energetic level, you know, if we look at the elements um, 
as part of us. We have earth, air, fire, and water. And these kind of comprise different energetic flows. The fire is our drive, our inspiration. Um, the air is our thought and creativity and communication. The earth is our grounded stability and nurturance. And then the water is our emotional self. So if you feel that certain moons are affecting you, affecting your emotional self, you're not fucking wrong. <laughs> it's happening. Scientifically, the moon will pull on the waters of the earth. We live on the earth. We are 70% water. Of course, the moon is pulling and playing on your emotions. You are not imagining it. You are not dreaming it. My goodness, the years I spent 15 years teaching in the classroom, um, we would see when it was around full moon, just the, the heightened emotional reactivity of students. Ask anyone who works in emergency, whether it is police, uh, fire, um, paramedics, or hospitals, and they will say the same, that there's increased activity. People are more emotionally reactive because these emotions are surfacing. And sadly, we live in a society who has told us that we have to dumb down emotions, that we have to numb out emotions that we are meant to not feel. It's all bullshit. So <laughs> the moon is very feminine in, in, in its energy. It is pulling us to be more in tune and more in touch with our emotions. Historically, the calendar or the way that we tracked the moving of the year or passage of time was done with the cycles of the moon. The cycles of the moon were counted pre-construct of time and calendar. I believe it's the Gregorian calendar. Please don't quote me on that if I'm fucking things up. But I do believe it's the Gregorian calendar that we use right now that has our 365 days a year and our 12 months that we have constructed. But prior to this construct of time, the way that ancient civilizations would map and mark the passage of time was through the passage of the moon cycle. They could very easily look to the night sky. They could see the shifting and changing of the moon, the way it was growing in illumination, coming full circle, and then how that illuminated part of the moon would shrink and shrink and shrink until it was completely dark and void. And so each of those cycles would pass over the year. And there are 13 moon cycles throughout the year. Women also, if they are regular in their menstrual cycles, will have 13 menstrual cycles throughout the calendar year. 13 is also the number of the goddess, which used to be revered for her wisdom before dogmatic religion kind of took over and told us to push the goddess down and that there is only one god and it is someone exterior outside of us that holds judgment instead of recognizing the god and the goddess within us all and our own access to divinity and so now you can look in almost any community and find women 
in moon circles, maybe dancing under the moon, doing ritual, hell. I started um, with friends having moon circles where we would get together and share in a really open space. And it got so big that we started hosting these in large scale events every month for over a year with a group of, of women who I chose to work with. Um, holding space for other women to navigate through their emotional selves, honoring the goddess within all of us, honoring the divinity within all of us, marking the passage of time in the phases of our life and in the year. I now work with the moon cycles on a smaller but more potent scale for me. My work is very much out in what I write, um, how I choose to speak and show up, the people that I work with. But the other part of the work is very much for myself. I honor and have ritual through all of these phases of the moon. I take certain actions that help me manifest, that help me shed and release what isn't serving. And I'm consistently tuned in to the cycles of the moon the astrology of it too, which is something that I'll briefly touch on. I'm not going to touch on it completely today because that in itself could be an entire podcast is the astrology of the moon. But I work with the energy of the moon consistently so that I can show up as my cyclical self. I am not a linear being. Actually, none of us are linear in our growth. We've been led to believe that we start at X and we go to Z. And the thing is, we'll go to Z, but we're going to recircle back to A, B, D, F and fuck around in this cycle again till we get there again and again and again with new levels and senses of awareness. And so as I tune in and embrace my cyclical nature, both with my menstrual cycle as well as with the moon cycle, it's really allowed me to step into my embodied feminine self. Now, if you are someone who identifies as a man, you need to start expressing and moving through your feminine self as well. Don't think just because you are tied to a certain gender that you don't need these certain traits. We live in a highly masculine society that prioritizes achievement, outcome, action. And trust me, there's nothing fucking wrong with this. I was so far in my masculine at one time, completely disconnected with the healthy aspects of my feminine. But I now have a healthy balance of the masculine aspects of myself, which allows me to have drive, focus, action, follow through, plans, all of these things are necessary, a highly critical and analytical mind. But I'm so deeply in tune with the feminine aspect of myself, which is a connection to my emotional self. I know the emotions that I'm feeling. I can feel into what is underneath those emotions that are surfacing. I know when it's time for me to release shit that is not serving me. And I know when it's time to take the aligned action um, because it's time to manifest. I, I can feel into the ease and the discomfort of my emotions as they cycle through every single month, which yes, is tied to my menstrual cycle, but also highlighted and amplified by the moon. It's fucking magic, you guys. The moon is one of the powerful tarot cards. It's all about intuition, dreamscape, 
feminine energy flow and cycles of death and rebirth. That's what it's about, you guys. You know, we're constantly going through these cycles of life, death, and rebirth every fucking month. So that when we get to our actual physical body's death, we recognize that we can be rebirthed into this beautiful and expansive possibility on the other side. It's preparation. Every time it's preparing us to get closer and closer to our actual death, which somehow in Western society, we've been told that death is fearful. We don't talk about it. And yet in other cultures around the world, it is revered. Death is this beautiful celebration and liberation. Imagine if we started our life recognizing that death is just as poignantly beautiful because it fucking is. And once we realize that all of us will die, you know, consciously we may know this, 20-year-old thinks they're fucking infallible, 30-year-old maybe has moments of it, but you know, you get to be like me in your 40s or in your 50s in your midlife and you go, shit, my time here is limited. What do I want to do? What impact do I want to make? What has to die in order for me to be reborn into something so fucking amazing that I'm showing up here with everything that's within me that I'm meant to be? Maybe you have a life crisis that throws you in this. I know I certainly did. I faced death. I talked about this on my Instagram post the other day that, you know, I was so sick, I, I almost died. I felt that. I felt that I was dying. So working with the moon cycle can help us. I know I do a manifestation ritual the Thursday of the waxing moon every single month. My clients that come in always ask about this lemon that I have in the corner because it kind of looks like the COVID symbol. It is not. It is actually a ritual or spell, if you will, that I use and do for manifestation. To me, the waxing moon is the highest point of manifestation. If you work with me in the eight-week um, soul path journey. That is one of the types I will talk more with you about manifestation and guided action on the manifestation. But today I just wanted to talk about the four main cycles of the moon and how we can work with them. Since today is actually the new moon, that's where I'm going to start is with the new moon or the dark moon. So this is the point in which there's a void in the sky. There is no illumination. It is only the earth's shadow cast over the moon that we are seeing in the night sky. It is a time for death and rebirth. It is a time for surrender and new beginnings. It is a time to soften and become contemplative and dreamy into our dreamscape. It can be the time where we have the early stages of developing an idea or activity or planning. It's a time to think about the future and new beginnings and to explore opportunities. It's time to plant the seeds. After the new moon, we move into the waxing moon, which to me is kind of my favorite phase, to be quite honest. It is the time that I use for manifestation. During the waxing is a time of growth, 
curiosity, being open to new things, possibility, optimistic. You're daring and believing that anything is possible. For me, this is where I, I plant my seeds of manifestation. It's gaining intensity. It's about creating. It is building on that creation. So it's a time to really amplify the things that you already have, such as relationships or business that you really want to focus on and take to the next level. It's a time to look at expansion and growth in your life, however that shows up for you. It's also a phase that promotes healing. After the waxing moon is the full moon. Now, as I said earlier, the full moon actually happens when the moon is in the opposite sign as where the sun is. So for instance, at time of recording, this is February. Our next full moon that will be coming up today is the full moon in Pisces. The sun is in Pisces. The full moon will be coming up in two weeks. So the sun will be in Pisces and the moon will be in the opposite sign, which is Virgo. So it's in the, the six month opposites, complete opposite sign of where the sun is. Full moon is a time to highlight what is happening. It's a time of creation, of creation, manifesting our dreams into reality. We are self-assured and positive. It's the most powerful part of the moon phase. It, she's, she, the moon, is in her total illumination and totally fulfilled. It's time that you are refining and perfecting the plans that maybe you started in the new moon phase and then we're building on in that waxing phase. Take the leaps and actions. If you are already intuitive, hint, hint, we all fucking are, this is a time to amplify your intuition. Meditating and manifestation work to your benefit. Then we move into the waning moon, which is where the darker part of the moon is becoming larger and the illuminated part is becoming smaller. The waning is revealing what is not serving us, what is waning out of our life, what we need to let go of. We see everything for the truth of what it is and it's time for us to shed and let go. It's time for discernment really honest lens in our discernment. We have no time for B BS here. This is the time to release what is no longer serving us, getting rid of bad habits, putting up boundaries, really getting honest with our limiting beliefs. As you can see, there's many cycles to work with with the moon. It's one way in which you can add more ease, flow into your life, tuning into your emotional self, your feminine self, and really amplifying your embodiment of who you are meant to be in your life, death and rebirth cycle. So you can ultimately be and show up fully who you were meant to in this life until you die from this life and are reborn into something new. Much love to you all. Thank you for following along. Chat soon.